Well, there have been a lot of consequences uh, with this extended pandemic that we've been under. Uh, One of the results has been, in terms of technology, the rapid growth of the drone industry as demand for unmanned systems have increased from autonomous driving to uh, self-flying planes. Uh, These advancements are changing the face of transportation. There are some worries, though, that laws and regulations aren't keeping up with the pace of the new technology. So to give us more insights into this, uh, we are pleased to be joined by a leading futurist and the chair of the Millennium Project Korea, Professor Park Young-suk, on the line. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, Professor Park. So drone technology is one of the uh, eight strategic business projects for innovative growth Uh, cited and pursued by the current Moon Jae-in administration. What do you think about the progress that has been made so far with drone technology? Wow, it it is amazing to see the technology developing. I saw some of the cities now are preparing for drone cities. And as a futurist, we saw the early drones, camera drones, but now we have uh, healthcare delivery drones, food delivery, postal delivery, ships, resupply deliveries, and so on and so forth, and drone taxis to come soon. So uh, we have to have uh, regulations, as you said, and we have to prepare for the electric charging systems for the drones. And we will soon have drone stations rather than gas stations. Mm. People were riding horses, wagons, people were driving cars, and now people will fly, I think, Mm. uh, soon by uh, 2025. Yeah, so right now when we think of drones, and I, I think for a lot of people who've been older and follow the news, when you first thought of drones, it had a very negative connotation, wouldn't you say? Because we thought of the U.S. and how they use drones to attack places in uh, in uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan, and how it's been used as a sort of a weapon of war. Later on, as this right. technology has become more commercialized and mainstream, a lot of hobbyists use drones to film things, right? Or or just as, yeah. a, as a pursuit uh, for leisure, and it's helped with things like even YouTube production. Uh, you think of now delivery services like uh, huge companies like uh, Amazon uh, utilizing drone technology. What are some of these uh, f- business models of the future? You mentioned um, horse and buggy now changing into drone stations. What do you think are some of the exciting uh, applications of drones? Uh, drone deliveries and drone taxis. Drone taxis are most exciting, uh, but also drones for the wildfires and drones for the agricultural spray for pesticides, drones for tree planting. I saw the drones for mm-hmm. tree planting, drones for finding missing persons and all those. However, we will have many jobs around drones, like drone command center experts, drone designers, drone qualification services, drone supervision officers, drone repairmen, and all that. And I think we should be prepared. And the future is, uh, you know, scary, of course, and especially for Korea, because we have uh, divided nations and drones can fly over to North Korea Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. But still, the technologies are coming and we cannot stop it. Yeah, uh, I think you made a very good point because everyone talks about the fourth industrial revolution and how robots are going to take over all the jobs. Uh, Drones are certainly something that you would say would have some implications in jobs, but you do say there are going to be many support roles that will employ uh, real people utilizing 
drone technology. Uh, what would you say is, because a lot of people maybe who are still a bit more analog, they don't think that drones have affected their l i f e How do you think drones have affected our lives? And um, do you feel that it's going to be a very, very much a, a big major part of our everyday lives in the future? Yes, I think so. Uh, about a week ago, GKN Aerospace, which is a, a UK company, proposed a E-VTOL, you know, the VTOL, you know, Skybus transports for 50 passengers. Now, if it's a 50 passengers, we will soon have a 100 passengers. Why do we need, uh, you know, large airplanes? Drones are faster. And Skybus concept is a uh, large electric VTOL air transport. Uh, capable of ferrying 50 to over 100 people. Yeah. And this initiative was taken by UK. Okay. Uh, UK. Uh, so UK government is providing 125 million pounds for the government cash and uh, 175 million pounds from the industry, industrial sectors. So I think it will go because there's money there. And I think people will fly as it is 10 times faster. No cars. In the future, perhaps, <laughs> mm. uh, because of the, a lot of ground-based public transport, is, you, know, you know, transport jamming and all this. Uh, so people will fly. I will fly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's going to be certainly resistance to this. Not everything is 100% perfect and, and rosy and, and um, uh, uh, utopian. What would you say? Because we have... Uh, the most promising aspects of drone technology, but what are some of the concerns it's raising? Uh, a lot of concerns, of course. Uh, there were some problems with the noise and also uh, collision. You know, you, you can collide, you can have all, all sorts of accidents. But now uh, things are getting better. Uh, no noise from the drones. You know, they are developing some new technologies to stop the drone, I mean, the, the noises and all that. And some cities in Korea, Kumi City is uh, preparing for, uh, preparing to build drone port. Drone port is designed by a Spanish uh, person, Fernandez, and drone port is um, something like a very um, large, round globe, like a structure to deliver about 1,000 mm. <laughs> at a time to uh, all over the you know, country, like uh, Kumi cities in the middle of the country, and they are preparing for drone terminals. So people are now preparing for all these, in spite of, despite of all these uh, problems. Uh, things will be better uh, within, I think, two, three years. Mm. Uh, Dubai governments were you know, allowed to fly from uh, July uh, 2017, mm. and they gave five years to drive, I mean, to fly. And uh, by next year, people, I mean, those uh, 102 companies will have their drones or drone taxis flying. It's amazing. It is amazing. So I'm an old man in my 40s. You definitely feel that drone taxis, that's going to be available commercially for people like me within our lifetime for sure then. 
Oh, it's not lifetime. <laughs> I think we are saying that by 2025, okay. definitely 2030, we will fly drones rather than driving cars. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, it is uh, quite obvious that uh, those... Well, I run a um, a newspaper, and uh, I see all sorts of, um, you know, drone technologies developing, uh, all these uh, 3,000 companies now working for these drones, you know, drone uh, parts and drone deliveries and drone all this. Mm. So it is... It is uh, mainstream. It will become mainstream by 2025, I think. All right. Well, these are exciting developments, but a lot of concerns. Obviously, we've talked a lot about delivery drivers during COVID-19. Many of those jobs, it seems like, will go to drones. A lot of the taxi drivers right now, they've had some big fights with uh, uh, various other platform type of things, yes. right? Uh, yes. Like uh, yes. uh, Kakao Taxi or uh, things like That's that, right. which uh, now looks like taxis will <laughs> no, be yes. a thing of the past. What is your advice to the government, Uh, the regulatory landscape, as well as how to foster this new technology in a smooth manner? Uh, Those people who will fight for all these new technologies uh, will sort of uh, disappear uh, (laughs) as they become used to all these technologies. And... uh, like just taxi, um, you know, fares here in Korea also. I think that Tada or some other uh, means of those taxis will come in mm. uh, soon. It will be stopped for several years, a few years perhaps, but it will come. So the government has to prepare for the whole new SOC infrastructures. The airports are disappearing and the drone taxis are flying everywhere. Why do you sort of have to go to an airport for an hour and then wait for another hour to get into a you know airplane to fly to Seoul, such as Gadokdo? We are talking about Gadokdo, Busan. Yeah. And Seoul to Busan, 30 minutes by drone taxis. Why do you have to go right. to an airport and wait and all this? So our government has to sort of uh, go for all these uh, new technologies. Well, got it. And the Kadokdo Airport is such a waste, I think. Well, uh, we certainly learned a lot. Professor Park, uh, thank you for sharing your insights with us. And we do look forward to talking to you again in the future. Uh, Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was Professor Park Young-suk, leading futurist and talking about drone technologies. Let's move on to the second hour after another check of traffic and weather.